New Hope, and welcome to our Bram campus, welcome to our online campus, as we continue in our series called Rooted, A Season of Growth. And today we're going to be focusing on the whole idea of the rule of roots. And I've invited a special guest with me this morning here today, uh, Del Lindstrom. Del, how old are you? I'm 90. You're 90? Yes. Wow. So you were around when the earth was uh, formed, pretty much. Just before. Just before, yeah. That, that's incredible. <laughs> that, I mean, that is impressive. No. And we're going to be visiting with Dell a little later on just about his relationship with Christ and the roots that uh, he has had in his relationship with Jesus. But it's interesting that, you know, during the winter, obviously, roots of a tree don't grow. But when spring and summer hit, they start growing like crazy. It's just how it is. But I find it interesting that when spring and summer hit, oftentimes we as Christ followers stop growing because we are out and about because it's so nice and we get busy and we're running to the cabin or camping and all that, which are fine things. But oftentimes, we forget to continue to grow in our relationship with Christ and to continue to grow our roots. And so it's so important for us to be reminded during this springtime to continue to grow our roots into Jesus over this spring and throughout the summer. You know, I I never realized that the tumbleweed was actually a plant. I mean, it's a weed, but it's a plant. But I never realized that just because I always just saw them, you know, rolling across the highways or out in the desert. And typically where you see them is like New Mexico, Texas, places that are very arid, dry, uh, places that are flat. And you just see them rolling all over the place. And in New Mexico and Texas, uh, they have obviously more, you know, tumbleweeds than they ever have snow. But there, they're very creative in the winter with their tumbleweeds in the fact that they make snowmen with them. Here's a picture of a couple people doing that, right? And so at least they utilize that. But it's sort of crazy that that's what they do there with their tumbleweeds. But when I was thinking of tumbleweeds, it brought up a question for us uh, in the spring here when it comes to our relationship with Jesus. And here's my question for us. When it comes to spring and summer, is your spiritual stability more like a tumbleweed or a shepherd's tree and redwood? Let me ask the question again. When it comes to spring and summer, is your spiritual stability more like a tumbleweed or a shepherd's tree and redwood? Because here's the reality. When it comes to tree roots and when it comes to our spiritual roots... The first thing is, roots need to be grounded. Roots need to be grounded. Paul says in Colossians chapter 2, verse 6 and 7 in our series, he says this, And now, just as you accepted Christ, Jesus, as your Lord, you must continue to follow him. Let your roots grow down into him, and let your lives be built on him. Let those roots grow down into him. You know what's interesting about a tumbleweed is that they have one root. 
That's it. One root, and it doesn't go down into the ground deep. And that's why when the winds kick up or storms come through, you see tumbleweeds tumbling all over the place, across the fields, across the highways. Uh, they're everywhere because they have no stability. They have, they have not been certainly and firmly grounded. And so they're vulnerable. And that's why it's so important for us, Paul says, for us, after we accept Jesus Christ as Savior and Lord, to continue to follow him, to have our roots grow deep down into him, and to build our lives onto him. And so, Dell, let me ask you this. I mean, uh, you understand the importance of roots. You've lived long enough. You've been around plenty of trees there and that. But how about the importance of your roots being grounded in Jesus. Do you remember back when you first accepted Christ as Savior and Lord? Yeah, I was 10 years old. And, and it was quite an experience then for being a young fellow. And I'm glad I accepted it then because it sure shaped my life. And it kept me going. I mean, if I hadn't, where would I be today? Yeah. So where'd you grow up? Well, I grew up in Maple Ridge, up by, uh, I said, Silo, Lutheran Church, or Silo, yeah. up, up there by day. Yep. And so where'd you go to school? I went to a grade school at Hiawatha, and I went to Bram High School. So you're a Bram bomber. Yeah, right. That's right. Wow. And then you grew up attending Stanchfield Baptist. Yes. That's great. So... Uh, during those years of following Jesus, were there particular situations that could have pulled up your roots and caused you to be like a tumbleweed that would just blow you across the highways? Well, during my youth, it was pretty good. I was, well, we were near a Lutheran church, so I... When we couldn't go to Stanfield, I went to the Lutheran Church Sunday School, their Vacation Bible School, and Stanfield Bible School. So uh, it was pretty well grounded in, in, in the Word and, and learned a lot of stuff from either, either church. Yeah. Yep. So what would you say a, a situation in your life challenged you being rooted in your relationship with Jesus the most? That could have maybe... Well, pulled you away from Christ? Probably it was being in service. That would have been the biggest one that would have pulled me away. Because there was not... We had services, but it was hard to go to. And there was a lot of think times that you never had a chance to go. So that would pull me away, you know. It was easier not to walk over to church or... Better to stay around. Yep, so in the military, a lot of opportunity to walk away from Jesus and to do what you want to do or a lot of temptation. Right, right, that's true. Yeah. So what other uh, periods of your life would you say tested your roots in Jesus, your faith? And because you had been grounded in, in Christ, you were able to make it through. I believe it would be the death of my son. What happened there? Well, he was working on the car in our yard. 
And he didn't, didn't put a brick behind the back wheels and it rolled off, off his ramps and it smothered him. And he uh, passed away there. They took him down to North Memorial and he was unconscious and they said they worked with him but they didn't give us much hope. The rest of the family wanted us to uh, see if we couldn't save him, keep him another day. But I, I figured that it was his time to go. Not, we could not take care of him at home like he should be in heaven. So how old was your son when that took place? He was 17. So at, at that time, were your roots deep enough, grounded, to withstand and, and continue in your walk with Christ? Yes. Yeah, because we had support. It was KTIS. They had the cup of cold water. And they talked about it, and we had people. We had, I bet you we got a couple hundred letters. Really? Giving us support. I can remember one. There was a farmer in southern Minnesota, and he was facing foreclosure, and he wrote and told us about his faith in, in, in Christ and how it's going to go through. And I figured if he can give us encouragement, that's somebody that I better put my faith in too. Right. Wow. So obviously, it, it wasn't enough for, for you, and it's not enough for us just to be grounded uh, in, in Christ, just to have our roots in him, but it's important for those roots to grow. You know, this last Mother's Day, I gave my wife a couple nice pots and some flowers to go in them to put down at the end of our dock on the lake there, and the reality is you put those flowers in the dirt and that, and they're pretty weak. They're pretty wimpy in yeah. that. And it's critical that the roots that they have need then to grow out from there. I mean, we grounded them in the dirt, but the roots need to grow and to get greater stability. And so roots need to be grounded, but secondly, roots need to grow. And that's what Paul is saying here in Colossians chapter 2, verse 7, the second half. He says, then your faith will grow strong in the truth you were taught, and you will overflow with thankfulness. So this whole idea of that, that our faith needs to grow strong. And it grows strong by being in God's word, by being in the truth, by knowing what you were taught. You talk, talked about that back uh, in Sunday school and Bible class and how critical that was to be grounded there and to have grown for whether it's the service, when you experience the tough tragedy of your yeah. son, and how critical that was. Well, you know, he doesn't give you any more than what you can take. And like I say, if, you, if we was just in... in Good, good company all the time. We wouldn't get, uh, put our roots down. We got to be out there with the, where the wind is and, and the storms are, so we can get our faith stronger and stronger, and we can minister to other people, tell other people that 
how we made it through our difficulties and that. So through your son's story and tragedy, you were able to come alongside others as others came alongside you and walk them through their difficulty and give them encouragement. That's right, yeah. I mean, I was with a team that we went out and helped those that had problems with uh, death or in an accident or something, and we visited with them, talked to them, and told them that there, there's, we, they weren't alone, that we all had them experiences. Yes. So. Yeah. It's interesting, from the, the tumbleweed, there's a tree called the shepherd's tree, and it's a tree that actually has the, the uh, deepest grounded root system in the world. It goes down 240 feet. And so obviously when a shepherd's tree's planted uh, and grounded, it, it just doesn't stay as it is. It grows its roots, and it grows its roots super deep. And it's just a, a picture of us of how we need to be like a shepherd's tree and just continue to grow our roots deeper and deeper and get them more and more grounded into Jesus. I mean, when we drive through neighborhoods, when we are driving down country roads, when we're walking through greenhouses, I mean, we're not looking at roots, right? No. No. Sure no we're, we are looking at the results of roots. We're looking at, you know, beautiful green trees or fruit trees or whatever. That's what we're seeing, the results of grounded roots. We're seeing the results of healthy, grown roots, and we're enjoying that. And that's a picture of of how our roots need to be in our relationship with Jesus, grounded and, and growing in that relationship. It's critical. So, Del, over 90 years of life, I mean, how important has it been for you to continue to grow in Jesus, and how have you grown in Jesus? I mean, what's helped you to grow in your relationship with him? Well, I talk to him every day. I thank him for everything. I thank him for the mornings, the night rest, and the comfortable shelter that I got and the friends and I thank him for the church and that and my my friends they're they're there for me my Christian friends are there to help me if I stumble they're there to help me out thank you for the churches that's all I can say yeah and so how how important uh, has you know being involved in worship, how important has God's word and reading his word? And, and you talked about, boy, talking to him daily. How critical has that been to growing your roots deep in him? Well, I'm here and I got life and I've, he's blessed me with health and everything. And a good life, what more can I say? I mean... Well, I mean, honestly, people that have gone through difficulty and especially the tragedy of losing a child wouldn't automatically say that. Yeah, but I, I don't know. It's just, he's given me everything, giving me my health. Yeah, I thank him, and what more can I say? What more can I say that 
keep talking to him and he shows me this way or that way tells me no. And he tells you no? Heavens, yes. He puts a, really? he puts a block in there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's surprising what you can do when you talk to him. I mean, sure, I probably you think I'm crazy, but if I lay, lose something and I'm working, I says, no, you've got to help me find it. Because I know if I work on it, it's going to be a long time. And eventually, no time, he, he shows me where it is. I mean, you think you've done it, but you didn't do it. Right, yeah. Well, just even that little story about you simply asking him the simple things of life, like, hey, I misplaced this, I can't find that. Where is it, God? That, you know, this intimacy that you've grown with him over these years uh, shows. And, you know, when I was preparing for today, one of the things that I thought about when I was reading the passage was your life. Because every time I visit with you, you're always so thankful. And Paul says in this part of the passage, he says, you know, as we grow in him and grow our roots in him, it says, then your faith will grow strong in the truth you were taught and you will overflow with thankfulness. You know, you'll have this life of contentment. And I've always seen that in you. A life I, of contentment. Yeah, what? I've got everything I need. I haven't got everything I want, but I've got everything I need. And if I got everything I want, I got to I got that much work to do. I got to take care of it and, and see where I'm going to store it and what I'm going to do with it. But if, if he gives me what I need, I don't have to worry. Well, that's a good com- that's a good comment, Dell. And uh, for us to be thankful and content with what God has provided, you know, our daily bread needs. Yeah. And so. You know, it's so important for us when we look at the whole idea of being rooted that roots need to be grounded. But secondly, roots need to grow once they're grounded. But lastly, what we need to realize is that roots need a group. They, they need a group to uh, grow and intertwine together. Paul says this in Colossians chapter 2, 8 through 10. Don't let anyone capture you with empty philosophies and high-sounding nonsense that come from human thinking and from the spiritual powers of this world, rather than from Christ. For in Christ lives all the fullness of God in a human body. So you also are complete through your union with Christ, who is the head over every ruler and authority. And so Paul is warning the church in Colossia to not be captured here, not be enslaved by empty philosophies, high-sounding nonsense that's coming from the world, not to be uh, enslaved by the world's thinking or the world's belief here. And he's warning them. And he's saying that, hey, Jesus saved you out of that, and I don't want you to go back into that. I don't want you to be tangled up into that, but I want you to remain rooted in your relationship with Jesus. And so he encourages them to make sure that they are involved and rooted 
with one another. And you talked about that earlier, how important your Christian friends have been to you, holding you accountable and encouraging you uh, through life. I mean, we see that obviously the, the tumbleweed has one root and they're alone and they're easily uprooted and they tumble through life. We see the shepherd's tree has deep roots, over 200 feet deep. But what's interesting is with the redwood trees, they're 250 feet tall. Their root system goes down deep, but their root system then goes out and intermingles and ties in with one another so that they hold each other up. That's an interesting uh, growth pattern of the redwoods. And so, Dell, how important has it for you to, you know, as you have lived through life, to be involved in, you know, Bible studies with other men and, and in groups where you can be held up like redwoods hold each other up? Well, I can say that the church is coming to church or Sundays is really it. the thing that I look forward to. I mean, to give me strength on for the next day or next week and, uh, and uh, talk to my members of the church or members of Christ right, to go and see what they have done, what they, Christ has done for them and what I can explain what Christ has done for me. It's, I don't know, it's been a great world. It's a great, I know there's times in the years it's been tough, but hey, if you look at the good things you are, you, it's, God is there. God is there, yeah. So Dell, again, over 90 years of life, over walking with Jesus since age 10, being grounded in him, growing your roots deep in him, being involved with other believers and the importance of that, uh, what would you say to the people of New Hope when it comes to being rooted and to, to remain in their relationship with Jesus? Just listen to the word and, and pray to God. I mean, listen to him. Listen to what our leaders have to say. I mean, probably some of them aren't quite there, but you got to ask God about it. Ask if, if it's really his word that they're talking. Listen and, and talk to your Christian friends. Do life together with God. You, do life together with others. You bet. You bet. And in that, be grounded in Jesus Grow your roots in him and do it as a group. Amen. That is critical. That is important. It sure is. Well, let's live like that. And let's live our 90 years like Dell. <laughs> Dell, could you pray for us? Our dear Holy Father, we thank thee that you are our Father that you give us what we need and not what we want. We thank you that you guide us day by day and you give us our daily bread and you give us our friends, our Christian friends that uphold us as we walk along. 
We thank Thee for, for the bread of life. We, we thank Thee for life. And we ask Thee to continue to be with us, walk with us, and hold our hands. We all this in Thy name. Amen. Amen. Hey, thanks so much, Del, for uh, being with me today, with us today. And New Hope, have a great day.